Hello, and welcome to the Snowmass Extreme Podcast. My name is Jason Hartman, but I'm better known as Tigger. El Tigre if you're speaking Spanish. In 2002, I moved to the mountains, and these are my stories from a little place called Snowmass. If you consider all of these stories so far as a whole, it seems like my first season in Snowmass was perfect. In many ways, it was. Even Eric Smith's passing was a unifying moment that positively shaped my life. But life in the mountains, even life in a place like Snowmass, is like anywhere else. You gotta get up to get down. It was March 2003 when Brad visited and everything was going great. I was a snowboard instructor. I played drums in a couple bands. I had a girlfriend. As a 22, just turned 23-year-old, trying to find his way in the world, life couldn't have been better, and I was stoked to share it. Remember, if it wasn't for Brad, there'd be no Tigger suit. The details are fuzzy, but Brad and I fell into our old routine of snowboarding all day and poaching hot tubs at night. One difference from this trip in our college days was my girlfriend Jenny joined us. Another difference is I now had an inflated sense of confidence because I was a snowboard instructor. Imagine that. So one day we went into the train park and I thought it was a good time to try the biggest jumps in front of Brad and Jenny. A quick sidebar is necessary here. While Buttermilk is famous for hosting the X Games, Snowmass has the better terrain park. It's just bigger and longer so you can hit more jumps and rails in a single lap. But the size of the features, especially the jumps, has increased over the last 20 plus years. So when I reference hitting the big jumps in 2003, 20 years ago, they were probably half the size of today's big jumps. Trust me, this story is not about how I am an amazing snowboarder. So there we were at the top of the biggest jumps in the Coney Glade Terrain Park. With all the confidence only a 23-year-old can have, I sent it, full speed. I hit the jump, and halfway through the air, my body started to shift sideways. In one of those slow-motion moments, I realized two things. One, I'm not going to land on my board. And two, I am definitely overshooting the landing. When time caught up to me and I landed on the snow, it wasn't pretty. I'm fairly certain my body bounced as I landed sideways on the flat snow beyond the landing of the jump. Brad and Jenny quickly blocked off the jump and called patrol while I laid there in pain, struggling to breathe. Over the years, I've realized that when I get through the initial shock and pain of an injury, then I can self-diagnose what's happening. But at that time, my whole body hurt and I didn't know what to think. Patrol came and brought me down the mountain, but even that was excruciating. I was strapped to a sled, and I could feel every bump in the snow. After a few x-rays at the clinic, they said I broke ribs on my right side, front and back. Hence the difficulty breathing and the painful sled ride down. I was devastated because I thought my snowboarding career was over. It took about six months before I felt normal again but I actually got back on the snowboard in about two weeks. Around the same time I had the accident, something happened with my band likewise. 
This group played every Friday and Sunday at the grottos in Aspen, and the guys said we were taking a few nights off. I said, okay, whatever, but something didn't seem right. I found out later that the band's old drummer was thinking about moving back to the valley, and he was in town to find a place. So the nights we were taking off, they were playing with him. At first, I was pissed. They didn't tell me what was happening. And then I was hurt, because my identity is linked to playing music. It was just a dick move not to tell me straight away. Between this and breaking my ribs, my perfect world in Snowmass seemed a little less perfect, and I was too young to process it all. I didn't see the ups and downs as a normal part of life. I only saw the downs, and it seemed like a downward spiral. To make matters worse, things with Jenny were getting rocky too. The shiny new feeling of young love was wearing off, and the questions every couple eventually asked crept in. What are we doing here? Where is this going? Neither of us knew, and neither of us handled it well. For my part, I was looking for the next big adventure. Because why not? I moved to Snowmass and made it work, and I wanted more of that feeling. While flipping through a ski instructor magazine, I noticed an ad looking for windsurf instructors. A couple had retired from ski instructing to start a windsurfing school on Maui, and they were looking for instructors. Before you get ahead of me, no, I didn't know how to windsurf, and I had never tried windsurfing. But they weren't looking for windsurf instructors exactly. They were looking for people that could teach. I presented this idea to Jenny, and her reaction was, So you're leaving me? I could have invited her to go too, but my plan was to go on a grand adventure alone. I also could have ended the relationship then, but that would have hurt too much. So we stayed together and let the unknown future drive a a wedge between us, which was a slower, much more painful process. Listen, I was a 23-year-old guy that didn't know how to communicate his feelings, And now I'm a 43-year-old husband and father that is still learning how to communicate his feelings. It's not easy. But before we go too far down a rabbit hole of all the things I am working on, the point of these stories is you can't have the highs without the lows. You can't have light without dark. Life doesn't work that way. Toward the end of my first season in Snowmass, I broke ribs and couldn't snowboard. I got kicked out of my band, and my relationship was on the rocks. The snowmass high was coming to an end, and I didn't understand why. Hence the phrase, you gotta get up to get down. These aren't the fun stories about wearing a Tigger suit and becoming a snowboard instructor. But these experiences shape my life in a meaningful way. In the next episode, I'll tell you how my first season in Snowmass ended and share my appreciation for the people that lived it with me. So if you've gotten this far, keep going. There's only one episode left. Until then, stay healthy and be excellent to each other.